we are joined right now on the set by somebody who played nine years in the NFL. He was the 13th pick overall coming out of Colorado in 1991. He is a member of the Colorado Hall of Fame. He is the lead NFL analyst for VEASAN. I'm talking about Mike Pritchard. Had to bring him back. Mike, it is great to see you, man. How are you feeling? Jim, it's great to be on the desk with you. I'm feeling great. A little cold, a little chilly, but that's okay. Are you really? Uh, a little bit. Um, but I, your, your game is strong today because you're you know, going through the elements right now. So normally people are like under like a convention center, comfort, right? Heater, all this stuff. Look at you. Jack it up. I, I, I would love to take credit for that, man. But this, you know, <laughs> you know, this ain't nothing, man. This, the elements are when you go out on the road. Like I, I was, at the, I always tell a story, but I was at the AFC Championship right. game in Kansas City a few years back. Dude, those were elements. Yeah, those I mean, elements. I had like lockjaw. Oh, yeah. I thought it was dead. Yeah. I thought I was gonna die. This is actually kind of balmy, man. Yeah, this, this is, is nice. nice. This is nice. It's different for Vegas, but it's nice. It's gonna get better uh, as the week goes on, though. All right. So far, so good. And good to see you. You too. Now, you were a fierce, fierce competitor when you played. Your teammate at Colorado, Eric Bieniemy. Mm-hmm. Fierce, fierce dude. But I know that you told Patrick Mahomes, you told him that Patrick Mahomes might be the fiercest competitor he's ever come across. Right. What's that tell you about Mahomes? Well, I mean, it's the other way around. Eric, so yeah, talking to Eric uh, as the offense coordinator back in the day before uh, this previous season, um, yeah, he said, Pritch, you know, this guy uh, is the most fierce competitor I've ever come across. And that's that's a bold statement from Eric because if you know Eric, EB, Eric Bienemy, uh, you know he's a fierce competitor. Um, certainly my days with, with him at Colorado, and certainly as a coach in the National Football League, he is relentless, right, when it comes to perfection and comes to uh, getting guys to get their, give their best efforts, right? Uh, but you don't have to motivate Patrick Mahomes. That's what he said. This guy motivates himself. Uh, and he's driven. He's driven to be the best and, and, and driven to be perfect out there. All right, so what about EB? EB is fierce. He yeah. coaches guys hard. Mm-hmm. He pushes guys hard. He wants to get the most out of them. He wants them to realize their potential. Is the game changing? I mean, look at everybody who's getting hired and right. look who's not getting hired. Do you think that hard-nosed, old-school mentality is hurting him in the hiring process? I, yes, yes, because, you know, and, and I don't want to come across as that get-off-my-lawn guy, that old guy that played in the day, but... Uh, football's different. You know, uh, player safety is, is paramount. Par- player safety is at the forefront of everything. Uh, and I, I think the attitude towards being hard-nosed or, or being old school uh, is, is um, rejected, right, you know, from today's athlete. I think today's athletes, they want to be nurtured. I think today's a- athletes, they want to be told how great they are, as opposed to, in my day, guys going out there and proving it. Because he had to. I mean, you're going up against the best. You knew that. Uh, you're not going to be given anything. Uh, and certainly entitlement was not even in the equation, right? Uh, but you have entitlement these days, but you also have to have effective You're entitled to sit your ass on the bench if you don't do it. If you don't <laughs> well, do what we're telling you. Sure. I mean, look at Nicole Hardman, Hardman uh, when he fumbled the ball, right? Fumbled the ball. And, and So he wasn't even really involved in the game plan the next week. So I, I think there's some accountability still out there. Uh, but not to the level as it was when you're a hard school, old school coach. And so I think... Uh, maybe there's need to be adjustment uh, along the way in terms of what Eric wants to do with his career moving forward in the National Football League and maybe the league kind of figuring out the way that they want to go, which road they want to go down in terms of hard nose or not hard nose. Mike Pritchard is joining us right here on the set. You know, when you have a quarterback like Patrick Mahomes, mm-hmm. and he not only is like the greatest talent that oh, we've man. seen, right, but when he's got that kind of fire and he's got that kind of intensity, what? how does that impact the rest of the locker room? Well, he elevates everybody. Uh, I mean... Like, he doesn't have Tyreek Hill, and, and so everybody was worried about that. But you don't have to have Tyreek Hill when you, when you have a guy like Patrick Mahomes because he elevates you. Uh, I had the fortunate uh, opportunity to play with John Elway uh, and Warren Moon. And playing with those caliber of quarterbacks, there's a certain standard, uh, right? And, and you have to live up to that. If you don't, they'll let you know. You know, don't be good, be great. Warren Moon said that to me in the middle of a game 
uh, caught two touchdowns, had, had a chance for a third one. Uh, and he came up to me and asked me what happened on that play. I was like, well, I just missed it, right? Well, don't be good, be great, right? And it's just a different standard. So I think Patrick Mahomes um, is that type of quarterback, that caliber of quarterback, and, and certainly the players around him understand that. He's, he's fortunate to have Kelsey, who is a Hall of Famer, but all those other guys, all those other role players, they understand they have to elevate their game, though. All right, so what about Elway? What, how did he lead, and what was he like to play with? Oh, man, <laughs> Elway was a dream. I mean, I, he watched us play in college. They used to come up to Boulder uh, and watch us play as we were winning a national championship, and, and vice versa. We would go down to Mile High and watch them, the three amigos and everybody. But getting in the, hel- in the huddle with Elway, one, I was awestruck. I'm like, this guy's calling me a play. I'm in the huddle with John Elway. And then two was just... It's just the fact that I knew he was going to elevate my game. I knew if I was on top of my job, if I was getting open, if I was creating any type of separation, uh, the ball could come my way and to be ready on every single play. He elevated Rod Smith to, I think, the best receiver in Broncos history, Ed McCaffrey. Uh, I mean, it's historic what John Elway was able to do uh, with his career out there in Denver. But, no, the standard, standard was just off the charts, and uh, it's hard to describe. But uh, it's something I've missed dearly for, huh. for a couple of decades now. Mike Pritchard joining us. Now, Mike, when you and I spoke back in September, mm-hmm. we talked about the impact that Coach Prime had on Colorado. Right. They got off to that amazing start. Things then kind of went sideways. They got kind of rough. Looking back on that season, what kind of thoughts do you have? Well, first of all, I, I love the beginning of the season. I, I love the enthusiasm. I love the ex- excitement for the program again because the program was in the basement. Uh, we all know that. Uh, the program was not even relevant. Uh, and certainly uh, Coach Prime brought relevancy to the program, which was important. You need to do that to get the type of athletes that he has right now. Uh, and now the wins will come. I, I, think, I think the easy part is, is upon Deion Sanders, Coach Prime. The hard part was changing the culture, right? Uh, and so he's done that. And now this next recruiting class that he has, the uh, incoming players that he has, I mean, that's better than what he had last year. So he's going to continue to build it that way, and then the wins will come. I, I love the fact that we started off so hot, surprised people, and now you're not going to surprise people, and now you're going to get the best shot, uh, along with the, the media attention as well, and, and that's, that's okay. I think Coach Prime can handle it, but he's recruiting players that understand that and can handle it as well. All right, so I think not everybody remembers this, but the fact is the Falcons selected you with yep. the 13th pick in 1991. Then they took Brett Favre in the second <laughs> round. The story goes he All threw right. you three touchdown passes in your first preseason game. What do you remember about him and his ability at that time? Oh, my goodness. Uh, there's a lot to remember about the great Brett Favre back then. Um, you know, we started that preseason. We had five preseason games. He actually threw me two, and then the backup quarterback at that time threw me the third one. I caught three total. But uh, Brett was determined to be the best quarterback to ever play the game, even though he wasn't going to get any run that year. We had Chris Miller, who was a pro bowler. Jerry Glanville loved him. Uh, we had continuity with the offense and a run and shoot. Uh, that year we went to the playoffs too. So, you know, Brett Favre kind of got – buried on that roster along with Billy Joe Tolliver, right? He's behind Billy Joe Tolliver. Incredible. Uh, it really is incredible. But, you know, his confidence and his stubbornness, I think, helped him persevere, though. And what I mean by that is that he continually believed that he was going to be the best quarterback to ever play the game. And once he got his opportunity, he proved that. Dude, yo, you've been around some quarterbacks now. At three Hall of Famers, you right? You've been around some quarterbacks now. <laughs> sure. That's pretty amazing. Yeah, we can include Darian Hagan because I think he belongs in the College Football Hall of Fame, to be honest okay. with you. So okay. that, make, make, make that argument for him. Oh, I mean, 1,000, 1,000 back in the day when everybody was running a wishbone and an option game, uh, we were throwing it. Uh, I averaged 26 yards of reception uh, from Darian Hagan. Uh, back there when we won That's the National Championship. Dude, yeah, absolutely. That's your dude, Absolutely. Dude. And we called him Mr. Magic. You know, he was a guy similar to Patrick Mahomes. Didn't have the build 
obviously, you know, you, you couldn't play in the National Football League, but uh, phenomenal, phenomenal, one of the best college quarterbacks we've ever seen. All right, so you mentioned Jerry Glanville. Dude, yep. what a character. What oh, a man. character. Man. What was he like to play for? And then what was his football acumen like? I mean, was he all show or was he a football guy? No, he was a football guy uh, through and through. I, I think what we see with Wink Martindale today, that was Jerry Glanville back in the day. Uh, the Grits Blitz. Remember that back oh, in yeah. the 70s oh, yeah, with, the, with the Falcons? Um, and, and so, you know, he, I think he was ahead of his time in terms of what the league has evolved into now. Like, we're pass happy in the National Football League. And so with the blitz schemes that he had, the man-to-man coverages that he had, the, the confusion he liked to uh, project to a quarterback, that was before this time that we're seeing right now. And, and so uh, it, it, it worked from time to time. Obviously, we got to the playoffs, like I mentioned, but it wasn't consistent enough, right? He didn't have uh, the stable of players uh, across the board that he needed to run that type of system. But you can find those guys today, though. You mentioned Wink Martindale. What do you make of him? Dropping an F-bomb on Brian Dable and just walking out. Uh, you know what? I, hey, man, you know, some things happen. <laughs> That's how I uh, can equate that. You, you know, the dysfunction behind the scenes, you know, I, I wish that could come to, to the surface a lot of times. I, we can't have... I, I mean, a year earlier, he, Dable was the greatest sure. coach ever, man. Of course, of course. But, you know, there's tension on silence. There's that point, though. Oh, yeah. point, the dysfunction behind right. the scenes that we never know about. Right, right. A lot of it's ego. A lot of it's ego. Uh, a lot of it is uh, you're not on the same page. I mean, we see that from time to time with losing teams and uh, teams that just can't get it right. I mean, we know who they are, right? The usual suspects in that regard. Uh, the teams that do get it right, the teams that are on the same page during the playoffs, and, and they're playing here in Vegas for Super Bowls. Right, and it's not a coincidence either. No, There's a reason no. for it. All right, so you're with VEASAN, and mm-hmm. you're doing your thing. Break it down, man. How do you see Sunday's game? Where are the keys? Who do you like? I tell you what, uh, both teams run the same scheme. Um, and, and they're from two different trees, right? Kyle, obviously, from Mike Shanahan's tree. Creativity galore. Uh, and then Andy from Mike Holmgren's uh, tree, which I play for both head coaches. Uh, so creativity versus uh, structure and precision. Uh, I, I think Patrick Mahomes will make some plays. I think he's incredible. You cannot stop that guy uh, from making plays. I like, I like Kansas City. Uh, you know, I, I think San Francisco, they've started off slow. Uh, in the playoffs, they can't start off slow and then try to come back against this defense. Uh, Detroit uh, and Green Bay, those are two different defenses, right? They don't come back on people, or at least no. we were led to believe sure. they don't come back on yeah, people. Yeah, those, those are two different defenses, though. Kansas City, I, I don't think, with Spags out there, uh, I, I don't think they come back uh, in the fashion that they did at home. You know, this is a neutral field, so uh, no, I'm leaning towards Kansas City right now. Mike Pritchard joining us on set. Mike, I appreciate you. It was great to have you on the show. I wanted to run you down in your town. Thank you for making time for it and braving the elements, man. Absolutely. Great this job. is nothing like you said. I love it. Thanks a lot for having right. me on the show. Appreciate you, Mike. All right. Thank you. He's had a great football life, a tremendous football life, a member of the Colorado Hall of Fame, 13th pick overall in 1991 out of Colorado. That's Mike Pritchard.